0: Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the Golden Days of Radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are featuring the Andrews sisters, Bing Crosby with Arthur Q. Bryan, another edition of Private Sad Sack with Mel Blank, Radio and television star Bob Eubanks with some excerpts from The Newlywed Game, and Steve Allen with a hilarious sequence that I know you'll all enjoy. Now, once again, here's the trio that kept the nation singing for more than three decades, the Andrews sisters.
1: If you ever go down Trinidad, they make you feel so very glad. Calypso sing and make a rhyme, guarantee you one real good fine time, drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down Point Kumana, both mother and daughter, working for the Yankee Dollar. <laughs> Since the Yankee come to Trinidad, they got the young girls all going mad. Young girls say they treat them nice. Make Trinidad like paradise. Drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down Point Kumana. Both mother and daughter. Working for the Yankee Dollar. From Chick-a-Chick, Carey to Mona's Isle. Native girls all dance and smile. Help so just celebrate his leave. Make every day like New Year's Eve. Drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter working for the Yankee dollar. In old Trinidad, I also fear The situation is mighty queer Like the Yankee girl, the native swoon When she hear bingo croon Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point to mana, Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar <laughs> Out on Manzanella Beach D.I. Romance with native peach All night long make Tropic love, next day in Hot sun and cool off Drinkin' rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana, both mother And daughter Workin' for the Yankee Dollar Rum and Coca-Cola Rum and Working for the
0: Akidala. That was a song exactly as broadcast in 1944 on one of the old Armed Forces Radio Service shows. You know, one of my favorite people and a very close friend was Arthur Q. Bryan. You may not remember the name, but I know you've heard his voice a thousand times. He did the voice of Elmer Fudd in the Warner Brothers cartoons for many years. Remember, where's that Quazy Wabbit? Well, here he is on one of the Armed Forces Radio Service shows with Bing Crosby.
2: And now, stumbling up to the microphone, comes our advice to the Lovelorn editor, Arthur Q. Bryan.
3: Greetings, fellow guoners. <laughs> What's the beef about this time, beef? I got a letter from Corporal Paul Billitzer. has a complaint about wabbits. Rabbits or wabbits? You heard me, wabbits Seems this girl back home is raising some wabbits And they keep twitching their noses at her And it's driving her frantic. Twitching their noses, and does she wear perfume? I don't think so Maybe she ought to (laughs) And another thing, she built a wabbit hutch for the wabbits But it was too small Oh, I see, a case of uh, too little and too late Oh, a case of too many
2: <laughs> 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 What's your advice to this damsel in
3: distress? She should change pets Get a kangaroo It's a nice pet Besides, every time you tickle its pouch It says, ouch <laughs> I'll never forget my Wolsey-Rub's pet She had a parrot A parrot, huh? Did it talk? Listen, when my wolsey it around Nobody ever talks One day, just for fun I put a big coconut inside the parrot's cage What happened? The power took one look at the coconut and said, "Oh, brother, where was I last night?"
2: <laughs> well, thank you very much, Arthur. Wait, so wait, wait a, a minute, wait a, a minute, boys. Be to... wait, will you? Don't you want to hear?
3: <laughs> Don't you want to hear about my white mice? White mice? Yeah, with the wodens, you know, white with, mice. With the wodens. I bought my, white mice. My, now uh, you see, I can't say <laughs> it. <No. laughs> I bought white mice one night, and Wolsey Wolf grabbed her skirts and climbed up on a chair. But she didn't have to worry Why not? The mice took one look at those bow wegged boomsticks, sticks And one mouse said to the other We need more basic training for a job like that <laughs>
0: And now here's Bing Crosby back again With Mel Blanc as Private Sad Sack
2: At this time, our GI Journal It's our custom to bring you a fabulous character
4: a man who in a lifetime... Uh, that's him. Uh, 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 that's uh, me. You're uh, right. Uh, you're uh, right. I hope I'm not... Uh, li, li, uh, I hope I'm not... Uh, li, uh, li, uh, hello. Just as I thought.
2: With that physiognomy, you could only be one person.
4: Yep, I'm a Lieutenant Captain Major Current Private Sad Sack. I see. And, of course, you're all ready with another installment of your growing pains. Laughingly referred to as your life. Oh, absolutely. Positive. Exactly. Well, it's news to me. As a baby, the sad sack had
2: trouble sleeping at night. His proud father walks the floor with him and sings a gentle lullaby into his
4: ear. Rock a baby! Then I
1: try
4: again. Rock-a-bye, baby On
1: Rita.
4: Yeah! I found the rock
1: <laughs> That
2: sad sack is very helpful
4: around the house as he grows older At supper time, his mother
1: speaks
4: Oh, sack, you can set the table now Oh, boy, uh, if, uh, first I'll uh, set the knives And uh, then uh, if, uh, the forks and in and in, off of the big play, 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 whoop. Zach, what happened? Oh, in and in and uh, Let's eat out tonight, huh, Mom? <laughs> Soon, Sad Sack is attending school, and every morning, the teacher calls the roll. Johnny Jones? I'm present. Peter Green? Present. Sad Sack? Uh, please, 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 please. I'm he. Uh, I'm here, You! Don't mark me absent. Don't mark me abs-, mark me abs <laughs> Lunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sad Sack enters his adolescence. He meets the girl of his dreams, and one night in the park,
4: he speaks. Gee, <laughs> 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 G- Mabel, you're hey, hey, so, you're so, uh, you're so, uh so soft. Oh, do you really think I'm
1: soft?
4: Gee, gee, yeah, I, yeah, will yeah, 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 say. You're soft as, uh, uh, you feel like a v- velvet, uh, you feel like a, v- uh, you're as soft as a feather to be... A feather to uh, be... Uh, did, uh, did you ever feel a piece of wet chicken liver?
1: <laughs>
2: Came the war and the sad sack enters the service. On sentry duty one night, an officer stops him and
4: says... Soldier, you know your general orders? Oh, uh, possibly. Uh, yes, sir. Good. What's the eighth general order? Uh, the, 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 the eighth general order. Now, let's see now. The, 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 don't tell me. And uh, could it be uh, uh, call the call the call the, uh, call the corporal of the guard? No, that's the ninth. Oh uh, well, maybe it's the uh, salute all officers. The uh, salute all officers. The uh, officers not cased. <laughs> oh,
2: no, that's the tenth. I'll give
3: you a hint. Suppose this whole place caught on fire, what would you do?
4: Oh, I'd, I'd call the fire, fire department. I'd, I'd try to put it in. I'd, I'd go get a fire extinguisher. I'd, I'd go to the fire extinguisher. I'd get the heck out of here.
2: <laughs> Hello?
4: Hello, Chief. This is Cologne again. This time I'm overseas with a supply unit. I'm inspecting eggs. Are you sure of that? And certainly. Nothing here but eggs and some old hens
1: stepping.
0: Of course, there's some slick chicks here, too. (laughs) One of the most popular television shows for several years was The Newlywed Game, and when I interviewed Bob Eubanks, the host of the program, here's how he commented when I asked him how he began his career.
5: I've been very lucky since I started in the business, Frank. I started in radio, and since then we've moved into the nightclub business with the Cinnamon Centers, and we've promoted Beatle concerts. And, but here again, this is my first successful television show, and I'm really excited about it. I'm waiting for the bubble to pop, hoping that it never will. Bob also explained how the show was formatted. We have found that we get a great response from newlywed couples, and we ask them questions that perhaps they had never thought about. And we'll ask a question, for instance, what is your wife's measurements? And the girls will come back in and give the measurements and see if they match up with what the husband had predicted, she would say. And oftentimes they do not, and we get a very
0: funny response from it. And here's a brief excerpt from the newlywed game.
5: From Hollywood
6: in color, here come the (laughs) newlyweds. Yes, it's the newlywed game. And now let's meet our newlywed couple for today. Couple number one. The first time these newlyweds met, he challenged her to a catsup drinking contest. Married just six months, Ed and Diane Russell. Couple number two, this newlywed bride confessed she went out with him the first time just to get out of doing the housework at home. Also married just six months ago, Juan and Betty DeCruz. Couple number three, first they had an argument. Then he proposed during what he calls the 11th Hour Summit Conference. Married just seven months, Roy and Sally Wallace. Couple number four, on their first date, she tried to impress him by talking about cars. But then she found out he didn't know anything about cars. Married just 15 weeks ago, Steve and Chris Canellis. Those are our newlyweds for today. And here's your host, the star of the Newlywed Game, Bob Hewbank. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Thank you very much and welcome to the Newlywed Game. (laughs) Have you ever asked yourself, how much do I really know about my wife or husband? Well, our newlywed couples will be doing exactly that. Okay, gentlemen, we've recorded your predictions on cards, and now I'll have them in your laps. Every time your prediction matches your wife's answer, you'll be awarded five points. And the one couple with the most points at the end of the show will then win a grand prize selected especially for them. So here we go. Question number one. Girls, how many pounds have you added to your weight since you've been married? Sally?
3: I think about five pounds.
5: Five pounds. Roy predicted that you've added. Roy, top card, only ten pounds. Oh. All right, next question for five points. Girls, what is the last food or snack you refuse to give your husband a bite of? The last food or snack? Chris? Uh
3: hard to refuse him anything to eat but maybe the
1: chocolate chip cookies
5: a I chocolate think? chip cookie yeah. steve predicted refused to give him a bite it was the ring ding. chocolate Don't you <laughs> covered cupcake <laughs> called ring ding. Oh,
1: sure, it was the ring ding you asked me i gave you always anything. get a bite of it oh yeah you all of it
5: i gave you one for nothing <laughs> diane i'd have to say asparagus 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 <laughs> all right ed predicted you would say it was a ham <laughs> you were trying to take that from me i wasn't trying to take it from you
1: <laughs> oh I
5: forgot. Last of our five-point questions, girls. What is the name of the program your husband was watching on television the last time you interrupted him for romantic reasons? Name of the program, Sally. It
4: was Bugs Bunny.
5: (laughs) Bugs Bunny. Roy predicted you would say it was Bugs Bunny.
0: (laughs) Well, with questions and answers like that, it's easy to see why the newlywed game was so popular. Bob Eubanks, thank you for joining us on the golden days of radio. Bob, you know, I've often heard, too, that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Well, Steve Allen proves it with this parody of the newlywed game. In this sequence with Steve, you'll hear Jane Meadows, Sonny and Cher, and Louie Nye. Here's the Just Married game.
6: From television city in Niagara Falls, marriage capital of the world, it's time for America's newest and most humiliating television show, The Just Married Game. And now here's the star of the show, Mr. Just Married himself, Wesley Whitebread. Hello, young lovers from 9 to 9. Let's play The Just Married Game. And now let's meet our couple. First from Dubuque, Iowa, he works as a stock clerk in an all sack factory, and she's a full-time librarian. For excitement, they knit. <laughs> Let's meet Bob and Betty Bland. <laughs> Betty and Bob. Tell America how you two
1: met I'm too embarrassed to tell them, Bob I don't know
6: Can I say it on television? Go ahead, our show thrives on bad taste Well Here it goes It all started When Betty here Was queen of the cucumber festival Oh, she was the prettiest girl in your town, huh? No, she looked most like a cucumber (laughs) Isn't that sweet Now Let's meet our second couple from Berkeley, California. They met when he joined a motorcycle club and had to marry her as part of his initiation. (laughs) Here are Peter and Mary Paul. (laughs) Hey, sweetheart, look what just came out of the time tunnel. (laughs) And couple number three got married just this morning. They are Mr. and Mrs. Lionel Hamburger of New York City. <laughs> Mr. Hamburger, where's your wife? She left me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we'll only allow married couples on this show. You do? <laughs> I thought that was my sweet 16 party. (laughs) I'm afraid we'll have to ask you to leave, Mr. Hamburger. Oh, you can't. I got married just to get on this show. (laughs) Hannah! Hannah, if you're watching tonight, come back. (laughs) I promise I won't make fun of your teeth anymore. (laughs) Please let me play. Please. Ah. Please. I just got a ruling from the judges about that. They said you can play the just married game Oh! But if you win our first prize The trip to Poland We'll (laughs) only be able to send you We'll only be able to send you one way
4: Poland, oh thank you, thank you
6: (laughs) Now let me remind you of our rules. Before the show, the wives were asked To predict how their husbands Would answer certain embarrassing questions Those answers were put on cards, and now let's see how close the husbands come to humiliating their wives. (laughs) The first question was, what would your husband say were the most exciting words you ever said to him? Let's start with the Bland couple. Mr. Bland. Well, I think the most exciting thing Betty ever said to me was, I can't say it! (laughs) Say it, baby. They love it when you say it. If I have to say it, the most exciting thing she ever said to me
1: was... Finish your cocoa! (laughs) Finish
0: your cocoa?
4: You call that exciting? Well,
6: that's as exciting she gets, yes. I see. Let me show Coco. I never even met anybody who started that cocoa. Let's see what your wife wrote. Let's see what your wife wrote on her card that was the most exciting thing you ever said. Let's watch the Joey Bishop show.
1: Hey, sister,
4: I hope the war on poverty declares your brain a disaster, area. <laughs>
6: Number three, Mr. Lionel Hamburg. Come back, Rochelle. <laughs> hey, I thought your old lady's name was Hannah. I'll take anybody. I want to go to Poland in the worst way. Oh, Poland. <laughs> That's exactly the way we have in mind, sir. <laughs> now on with the game. Hey, uh, pops, like who's winning, man? You know who's ahead. Hannah. But, ma'am, how could she be ahead? She left him. That puts her ahead. Mr. Hamburger, before your wife left you, (laughs) what was the most exciting thing she ever said to you? Goodbye. Uh Now, how could that be the most exciting thing Uh she ever said to you? It was the only thing she ever said. In that case, you get five points. Ah, 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 Hannah! You hear that, Hannah? We're winning. Come back to me and I'll tell you where I hit your mother (laughs) now let's go to our third couple couple number two Peter what is the most exciting thing your wife ever said to you Mrs. Paul will you wake your husband up please we're on television oh yeah hey like I just got back from a little trip to Paris (laughs)
1: yeah
6: hey I saw Hannah man (laughs) Let's see what your wife thought was the most exciting thing you ever said Your card is blank, it doesn't say anything Yeah, it may be blank to you, but it says something to me, Pops <laughs> <laughs> Don't look, honey, they're doing nice nights <laughs> I don't care what they do, I won, <laughs> I won the game Hannah, stay in Paris I'll pick you up on the way to Poland yeah, you a one-way ticket to Poland Hold on, hold on. And now for the losers And man, they are losers, believe me, they're too much
0: Thank you so much, sir
6: It's okay, man Couple number one wins an electric knife and an electric spoon But <laughs> well, we don't have any electricity, all we have is gas
0: You also have dandruff, Pops, but we don't want to hear about it <laughs>
6: Two wins a matched set of oil paintings of America's most exciting couple, Barry and Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs>
0: well, folks, we've
6: done it again, we've destroyed two and a half homes, and this
4: doesn't end the humiliation.
0: does it for this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. I hope you've enjoyed the past half hour. This is Frank Brzee inviting you back again next time for more great moments from radio programs of the past.